when you see these people that have got to where they are in life and you have a conversation with them and you're like, oh, yeah, well, if they can do it, I definitely can do it. And then you look at what you're doing every single day, day in, day out, like, and where you say, if I keep doing this, I can't fail. And yeah. I think that's, that is just a fact, you mm-hmm. know, if you just keep doing this, plugging away at it day in, day out, doing that slow slog, these things just, just happen before you know it, you're 10 steps ahead of where you are and then yeah, yeah where you want to be, you know. My name is Brian Flanagan. I'm a real estate agent in Dubai, and this is a Dubai Real Estate Playbook. Liam, welcome to the Dubai Real Estate Playbook, formerly known as the Dubai Real Estate Playbook, now known as the Playbook. The, the Playbook, huh? More to follow, I suppose. So, where do where do you begin with these things? Where do you begin? I suppose, how did I end up here? Yeah, how did we... How do we cross paths? Oh, way back. Way back when? Way back a year and a half ago, only. Yeah, only. Long enough. Too long. <laughs> um, yeah, way back when, I suppose, um, Brian here was living in university with a friend of mine from home. Um, just through kind of going up and visiting him, kind of met Brian once or twice. Thought he was a bit of a knob. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair, absolutely fair. As I say, first impressions aren't always forever, you know. Um, but that was it. Kind of met met yourself through once or twice going out in Dublin, um, and then I suppose the summer of was that last summer? Last summer, summer twenty twenty two. Last summer, then um, I suppose I was a plus one on a J one to Chicago. Um, so I suppose that was our formal introduction. Yeah, it was very informal very rapid yeah, rapid you, you, you hate you hate when i tell everybody that we shared a bed together yeah. for the summer <laughs> yeah no especially when it comes out in the first five minutes of conversation yeah, you have to get it in there you have to <laughs> Good let early. people know how close we are together yeah, we, we shared a bed together since that day there's been no looking back no looking back or i can't forget it it's, it's one or the other yeah so yeah so that's how we initially met uh, last summer we did a j1 travel in chicago and america mm. And then obviously we got really, really close from, yeah, just having kind of similar interests, similar mindset, similar kind of goals in life. Um, But I suppose that's how we met. Like, so how did you end up here? We're sitting in an apartment together now in Arjan, in Dubai. We're both doing real estate. What landed you here? What what? How did what I get mistakes? you involved? What mistakes have yeah. I made? <laughs> how have I involved you in the Ponzi scheme? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This pyramid <laughs> scheme that you somehow wrote me into. Um, no, not at all. So obviously, after Chicago, um, I was a year working at home. I moved to London. I was working in London as a purchasing manager for a door company. Believe it or not, as exciting as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I suppose it was first year at the university, kind of getting that year's experience under the belt. Um, so from there, I suppose, well, how long was it then you moved over? You were working at home for what, six, seven months? Yeah, I moved over here in February 2023. Yes, yeah, so then I suppose you had kind of let me know you're moving over or whatever. Um, it was always kind of centered as an attractive option, but kind of needed to get that year under the belt first because I had started, so I was going to finish that out. Um, but I think I can remember you 
giving me a call. When was that? November? No, it wasn't. Later in the would year. Would have been now. April or May, I'd say, would it? Yeah, I'm a good few months off there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You give me a call anyway and just kind of give me a whole brief on what was going on. Um, and I can remember vividly just saying, Brian, right, I'm coming over. I've got whatever, five, six months left here and, and I'm there. Um, and I suppose I'd say at that stage, you thought this fella's talking bollocks. But that's, um, like, that's a big jump to make. I mean... Like you were in like such a secure job mm. with London, working with your uncle, like you had a good package, like he was telling you like exactly what was going to happen. Like how can you change from such a secure job to move to Dubai where you don't get a wage into real estate into the company that I work with? Like why, mm. why make that move? I suppose it's a touch of the ADHD, you know, <laughs> I was just getting, not getting bored, but um, a change of scenery. I kind of knew that look as comfortable as I was I didn't want to get comfortable you know um so kind of that comfort thing there it was boring yeah it was secure but it's it's as I said when you're in university or you're in school or whatever you can obviously envision yourself doing good things or great things um, and I suppose that wasn't aligning with that I suppose then being over here kind of gives you more that option to do your do your own thing you know make create your own path rather than just going with the flow so between that and just looking for a change of scenery i've i've ended up here with you unfortunately yeah but but so many people are okay with that comfort like and that security and like you know going straight from university into a job which which isn't a bad thing like each to their own like we need people doing that yeah absolutely but why like why why is that not the case with you like as in why is that comfort like just not um yeah i suppose really for me like that level of comfort if something's got that level of comfort it can only take you so far you know um comfortable is is comfortable but kind of like aspirations to be more than comfortable you know do well kind of just prove yourself, prove to yourself that you can do well and get kind of put yourself outside of that comfort zone and be whatever, you know, the the top of your game and whatever you're doing. Um, and I think sitting in your comfort zone, that's a lot harder to do, you know. Um, but yeah, as you said, look, there is plenty of people that are happy there to do their to do their nine to five um, and still be at the top of their game doing it. But again, it is kind of just in that comfort zone um, and yeah, I suppose just getting further away from home as possible, getting experience in as many countries in the world as I can, doing yeah. as many things as I can. So I think this is just another kind of tick on the list, whether it's the right tick and it fulfills what I need, which so far I can see it doing. Um, but you never know. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, I suppose it's having that courage of making a jump and not really minding being okay with the fact that if it doesn't work out that you have something to go mm. back to um, it's so easy to get wrapped up in that 9 to 5 and that mentality but you said like you have those aspirations I suppose also it's about who you surround yourself with because you know if your friends were doing the exact same yeah. thing working the 9 to 5 you would think that this is this is it yeah, like, you absolutely. Know, going out, just going drink and absolutely I think weekend. the fact that both of us are kind of have that same mindset and have that same drive and kind of vision it kind of cements I bounce off you and probably you bounce off me kind of thinking, right, well, if Brian can do it, I can do it. Brian's sure thinking if Liam do it, I can do it. And it's kind of just 
it's like a ball in motion, you know, yeah. um, two of us kind of bouncing off each other, moving in the direction we want to be moving in. Um, and I think a lot of the time you don't even notice that you're making these steps in the right direction. It's when you kind of step back and look at even from living with you this year, the difference in like simple things, consistency in the gym, getting up, being in work first in the office, last leave, you know, obviously, cause that's a, a habit that you've got into from being over here. Um, and I think even from me being here and following in those habits, like it doesn't seem like a big thing at the time, but those things do pile up and yeah. they all add up, you know? Yeah, I spoke about that on an episode, like I had the same experience when I lived with Paddy and Mark, mm, yeah. like my brother and our, our mutual friends. Um, it was the environment that I surrounded myself with, as in like I wasn't, you know, I was doing, I was doing nothing basically, first, second, third year university, fourth year, live with them. And I just ended up copying the habits that they were doing. And as a result, like- Without even knowing it. You know? Exactly, exactly. And I made some of the biggest decisions that I've had to make within that year, just by following the habits that they did and then taking a look back and just having the proof and like that hindsight, like you said, looking back and and seeing that. Um, but exactly as you said, like, as in we do definitely bounce off each other. Like, um, I think as in like, I was, in some episodes I was speaking about like you i was saying that you know one of the lads is coming over mm. like whatever and like i built you so so up like so much up even in the office like even speaking to i must have missed those episodes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know if i mentioned that but i remember saying to the managing director i was like this lad he's coming in november like as in he is one of the people who i would genuinely be afraid of like out competing me like I was just like there's a few people in life and this guy has his head switched on and the first the first thing from me I always think back to when we were working a job in Chicago remember when we were doing the festival yes yes I remember like there was a group of like 20 of us like, taking down this festival tough days worked out. yeah and within about an hour or two like you had it all figured out. You're like, this is what we're doing. This is this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. I'm driving the car. Like we're doing this, 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 and this. Like the whole thing planned out. And you've you had no, you had no fear of just being like, this is how it's going to be done. Like as yeah, in just like done. unapologetically, like just you, like um, mm. and like, and I think that's what like brings out the best of me with you. Like as in like, because you're extroverted, like you're funny like I would be kind of more introverted yeah. unless I had you around me and then as a result like I kind of lighten up a bit because I tend to take life a bit too seriously sometimes yeah so I, I think suppose I could probably take <laughs> that bit of taking things a bit more seriously um so I suppose yeah me taking a leaf out of your book and and me rubbing off on you as you is a bonus for both of us too you know yeah 100% I think that's what's I think that's what the beauty of it of it is like and having somebody like that um, where the things that I lack in, you make up for potentially the things that you might lack in or you need improving. Yeah, that like symbiotic relationship. 100%. Like, like and that that's, big word, huh? Oh, he's, he's <laughs> he taking a dictionary like that one, this huh? one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write it up in the notes. But but that's it. Like, And and that's what is so important about about having those kind of friends. Like, mm. as in you having those sort of friends is inspiration as you said like it's a reason as to why you would have moved over here and pursued and i really don't think you notice how big of a like obviously you speak your surrounding everyone speaks about surrounding yourself with the right people but i genuinely don't think even for myself you don't notice it until 
you do surround yourself with those people and for me it's kind of putting myself in beside you like and as i said just the little things that that add up you know you can't see them you can't kind of like before surrounding myself with you like you can't see that those would be benefits yeah. and over time just looking back you're like yeah absolutely i can see what people mean now by surrounding yourself with the right yeah. people you know because it's so easy to pick up on the habits of what everyone else is doing like even if you think you don't you know even if you're at home and you were a good group of lads or whatever like but if you're going out on friday and saturday and it's it's no harm but when you're not doing that you realize how much more you get done and how much more productive you are and you're in the gym on a saturday or sunday morning where those are the little things you wouldn't have been doing and as you said they do add up like yeah like as as humans like we really adapt to our environment like i find when i'm with people like who would be going out at the weekend or whatever and not putting priority prioritization on their health like i do that as a result yeah um but like in terms of like when i when i look at you like i can see someone who's really hard working really motivated really um driven to something higher in life was that always been the case like even since you were like a young lad in secondary school or college or like like walk me through that um yeah i think so like i think i don't know like i think i always just felt that i could do something decent um like obviously i think for me it came from a bit of an obsession with cars like so since mm. i was young it's like i always wanted the the nicest car or having a lamborghini or whatever and i think that's kind of where the drive started it was just like right i want this there's plenty of people out there that have it it's like what's the difference with them and me you know if someone can do it i can do it i think that started from a young age obviously not knowing how much work was to go into it to get there but i think that kind of did start to fire in my belly at a young age to be like right like go out and get something done here um yeah i think that was yeah. pretty much it and it kind of carried on through college and stuff like that like i wouldn't have been i would never have got worked the hardest in college you know what i mean i got the best results or anything like that but i think in a, somewhere i always kind of knew is like okay i'll just i'll make this happen somehow whether it's through hard work or just pure ignorance one yeah. or the other <laughs> make it happen and were you a typical um you know studious little boy in, in secondary <laughs> school like, that you is see a me smiling because yeah, i know what the answer is so yeah I, I see you as a bit of a kind of against the grain kind of guy like is if if the crowd is going this way like fuck that i'm going the other way like, yeah. that's my yeah, perception so. of you like 100 percent um yeah i think it's always been the case always been um i'd say i broke my heart my mother's heart <laughs> growing up between getting in trouble and all the rest like wasn't wasn't bold or wasn't a menace but just just kind of um yeah going against you know what what everyone else was told i kind of didn't apply to me in my own world um so yeah look i suppose going against the grain but i don't know look you kind of look back on these things and character building eh? yeah exactly <laughs> it's all part of the it's all part of the process yeah, like you mentioned there about you know having that kind of admiration towards the car and, and and that driving you and you're not realizing how hard it takes but on the flip side like as in like being in a place in like dubai like you meet some of the people who are driving those cars and you figure out that oh wait it mustn't actually have been that yeah, hard yeah it's actually i've been i've been driving myself too hard like mm. as in you know it's, but as you said time and time again like in the previous episodes of the podcast like when you see these people that 
have got to where they are in life and you have a conversation with them and you're like, oh, okay, well, if they can do it, I definitely can do it. And then you look at what you're doing every single day, day in, day out, like, and where you say, if I keep doing this, I can't fail. And yeah. I think that's, that is just a fact, you mm. know, if you just keep doing this, plugging away at it day in, day out, doing that slow slog, these things just, just happen before you know it, you're 10 steps ahead of where you are and then yeah, yeah where you want to be, you know? Yeah, it's important to do that slog in, in the right environment though. Like, I mean, like for you, if you're doing that slog, like you, you told me previously that working in that company in London, like as in you're outperforming like everybody else, mm. like you walked in there and you knew what the situation was, what needs to be fixed. Like as a purchaser, you're saving them huge amounts of money. But if you worked unbelievably hard there, there's a ceiling. Like Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think putting yourself, and I think that's one big thing about it here, like where kind of working as a real estate agent, as you said, like it's, you're an entrepreneur at the end of the day, like you are your own business. So there is no ceiling, you know, yeah. wherever you want to go, you can bring yourself. And obviously working with a company, you're only as valuable to that company as the owner or the boss sees you. Do you know what I mean? No matter how good you think you are or you are, there's only so far you can go, you know? And I suppose, as you said, like just putting in that slog in the complete wrong direction, like that will get you a certain, certain distance and can't take you any further, you know? Yeah. I think you get glimmers of, 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 you being shown that you're moving in the right direction mm. like certain times where you're like all right this 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 is the right direction like but things like that can be what as small as a pat in the back every now and then you think yeah i'm doing great things here but really you're no better off you know at the end of the year you're still in the you're still in the same place in the same environment and grant you might get a pay rise around but you know i don't think no matter what kind of and that's what it came down to me at the end of the day like when i said i was leaving um you kind of promised the sun and the stars, you know, the moon and the stars, whatever it one is. Of them. Yeah, one of them, both of them. Um, but I kind of had to put it down to at the end of the day, like no matter if I'm on, if I'm not happy working here on the money I'm on, being on an extra X amount a year isn't going to make me happy here either. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't think it came down to the money. It came down to, as you said, that ceiling, like and kind of mm. that hunger to know I can do this on my own. Um, or thinking, <laughs> thinking I can do this on my own, but it's kind of that that thought that drives you, you know. Um, and I don't think that was I was going to get that there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I think this is the right environment. Like, I mean, like I had spoken about on previous episodes that you know I'm not really passionate about real estate, but we we're just speaking about it today. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, if you're not that passionate about real estate or your job, like, how come you're able to do like massive hours yeah. per week or? You know, you never pull the sick day or you're sacrificing actually having a social life for or your even job. the fact how quick the weeks go. Yeah. So you know, when I was working in London, God, you'd work you'd work seven days and it'd only be Tuesday, you know? Mm. Like they just felt like the longest weeks possible. And here, I don't know what it is, everyone seems to agree, maybe it's just Dubai. But it's Monday and then it's Friday. You know, and there we're doing ten or eleven hours a day. And it's just bang, 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 the days disappear. So as you said, like, you're not passionate about real estate, but yeah, there's nowhere else you'd be able to go into work at those hours, do that amount of work, come home, and the day just disappeared on you like that, you know? If you weren't slightly passionate about it, or maybe it's not the real estate, maybe it's yeah. the, the goal behind it all. That I think so, but um, it's not really the goal behind it. Like, as in, I spoke about the fact that you know, you have to have something you're running towards and running away from. And sometimes 
what you're running away from is a bit more powerful than the thing you're running towards. Like personally for me, like the way that I'm going in life is just running away from things that like that I don't want. So yeah. like pointing to like the results of financial ruin or poor mental health or whatever. Like and what's the what's the balance for you? Like as in is it are you being pulled by something or are you being pushed? Um I I think it's kind of 50-50, but it's probably both the same factor, really. Like, I suppose no matter how much money you have, the only thing that it can kind of buy you is time. Um, mm. So kind of the goal is to be able to put the feet up and enjoy the time you have. Um, and whether that's pushing you from your push factors, you don't want to work a nine to five for the next 50 years of your life because you won't have that time or the pull factor of I want that time um, so I think between both of those it just comes down to just just want time <laughs> yeah but that's it like as in like true like and everybody has a different definition of successful or wealth or what it means to be successful like it sounds like from for you and for me it's somewhat similar so like the time like I want to be able to do what I want when I want with the yeah. people who I want like as yeah. in, like that's ideal for me and and this will leverage us into a position where we can do what we want. Like it can be within any given industry. Um, I mean, you speak to some people who, and I don't want to sugarcoat it either. Like, like do you know what I mean? Like, as in, it's not all, you know, this is the in best opportunity. Sense? Like us over here, just in general. Yeah, like as in the whole real estate and the whole like Dubai or whatever. Mm. Like, cause, cause that's what that's what gets so many people in trouble. Like, yeah. as in that's why people leave. You know, but like take for instance, like, but I've been here two months now mm. and closed two deals. One of one of those which I was lucky to close that was handed on to me, um, and I am putting in the work. You know, like I'm doing what you've been doing, um, and you closed eleven deals last month. Mm. You know, so I don't think it's a case of if I come over here and work hard, it'll work. Well, it it will, but it it takes time. Like you yeah. need that patience. Um, and I kind of have to reassure myself with that too, like that they will come. Um, but I just need to have give myself the time and the patience, you know. Um, but I think coming over here with the idea in your head that it's a get rich quick scheme is is false as well, you know. Like obviously there's serious opportunities and money to be made, but it doesn't happen overnight, you know, and it's not going to happen if, if you're not putting in the hours at home on, in your nine to five and you think you're going to come over here and do the same work mm. and get good results. Like it's, it's, it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. Like there is no get rich quick schemes, but, but for me, like it's, I don't want to paint it for people. Like I, I always say I would never suggest real estate to somebody, mm. but that's because I don't know the person. Like, yeah, like there's only a few people I probably would, one being you, like, because I know, like you have what it takes. Like this fella came into my pyramid scheme. This will work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've I've a lot of trust in your abilities. Even though I didn't see a lot of it, like I I just know like that you've just got like a dog work ethic, like and mm. and big aspirations for yourself, like and yeah, like I would I wouldn't recommend it to a, a, lo a lot of people, but I, it could be potentially because I don't know them. Yeah, absolutely, and but it's the fact that it's such a big move too, you know. Um, so they kind of recommend that to someone without knowing that it may work for them or having an idea that they won't put in the work 
is huge. Like you're recommending to to kind of give your life up and come to Dubai for something that you don't believe in. So yeah. I think, yeah, recommending to someone is is huge. Like you know, if 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 myself or Brian recommend coming to Dubai to do real estate, we obviously think you're <laughs> we think you're a good good man for the job. Hand picked, hand picked. But yeah, like you were saying there about you know parking your life and and moving over like that can be tough for people like you know mm. moving away from home some people can be home birds like sacrificing seeing your family sacrificing seeing your friends sacrificing being in in the know, comfort zone yeah yeah comfort comfortable like and but like as i've as i've learned like i, I mean i went to Alex, i mean i went to chris williamson on friday and he said you have to choose your sacrifice in life. Yeah, yeah yeah like everything you do will have a sacrifice and choosing which one is what's most important so for you i don't want to put words in your mouth but the sacrifices of missing your family the sacrifices of being at home those sacrifices weren't weren't worth living with compared to the sacrifice of staying in your comfort zone and not knowing if you ever were going to be successful and yeah. not giving it that chance yeah absolutely i suppose it's not giving it that chance more than anything else um i think staying at home for me as in missing home is isn't a sacrifice at all you know um I, the quicker i could kind of get out of ireland and kind of that just whole culture and you spoke of a few times as well of was it the, the, the tall poppy tall poppy syndrome tall yeah. poppy syndrome um kind of getting out of that and just experience like i think a lot of people at home see home as the world like this this is it um so i think kind of just getting out of there for me was number one where that's mm. anywhere you know chicago last summer or spain the summer before you know um getting away but yeah absolutely i think obviously not seeing your family is a huge sacrifice um but i think too like stuff like the j1 or i lived in spain the summer before that's kind of all building my not intentionally built myself up to this but you go time without seeing them it's like you're not you're never seeing them again you know like you go home at christmas night in a couple of weeks time and you have a couple of nice weeks with them and you come back out here to the grind again um but yeah absolutely like i see them they're not they're not a huge sacrifice at the end of the day like you can't have things like that hold you back for your life you know it's your life at the end of mm. the day you need to see what you can do and push yourself and see what potential you have so i think and i'm sure if you spoke to your mother or father i spoke to mine they'd tell you the exact same thing like go and see what you can do and try these things you know what they, they would would your parents say that absolutely yeah yeah absolutely like maybe they just want to get me out of the house <laughs> sick of seeing me knocking around i would yeah i can't blame them really no but absolutely um you know like to do to do anything they could for me um and yeah you obviously you do miss them time to time um especially like miss miss helping out at home i said my mother heard that one <laughs> no but you do like you know um but no as i said it's your own life you have to go and see what you can do um and if all else fails you know home's always home yeah exactly. you can go back at the end of the day you know that but well, that's it like as in that would be the same similar experience like for me with my mum like as in you know when we were going up to dublin even just from sligo from for university as in she was like you know i don't care what price it is i'm yeah. not sacrificing um you know i'm not not letting you 
follow your goals, follow your dreams, whatever. Absolutely. And as a result, I know that it's okay to dream big. I know it's okay to move away and that she will be okay with it. Yeah. While she might cry when I go into the airport, I know yeah. that she will be okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like, it sounds like that, yeah, I suppose the reason as to why we're able to, able to do this, be able to move across, you know, that is, is as a result of, of our parents, of mm. our upbringing, that they said, that's okay. Like, yeah, I, like for me, like my, all, all my family members are away, like except my, my twin brother, he's at home, but he's going to Thailand soon. And then my younger brother is in Dublin, my older sister is in Dublin. Yeah, like no one's at home anywhere. I, obviously they're not away, but they're not at home. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I suppose it's shown that everybody else in the family has those unwritten rules as well, that it's okay to move away. It's okay yeah. to chase your dreams. It's, you know, I'll be okay here. Like the, the point of me raising you was for that. Fleet like, and nest. But then for other people, it's like they're they're in their comfort zone. They've got the tall poppy syndrome they're you know cutting everybody else down to size but i believe it's the way that they were raised yeah you know that those were the things that were ingrained from their parents and i think too like obviously a lot of people can be in the comfort zone without as you said tall poppy syndrome you know and that like they're just completely happy there but they're not you know they're not dragging people down for for leaving or whatever else but that's just just them as people that's what they're happy with you know um you know to, to stay at home you're close to family and friends which is obviously huge too Um, you can play your football on the weekends you know a sense of community at home like obviously that's one thing here you don't have the mm. sense of community um and obviously being here with you and my girlfriend is is a huge bonus you know as you said you had to move over here by yourself and kind of put yourself out there and that's makes it that much harder too you know yeah, I didn't really put myself out there. I isolated <laughs> myself. Um, which is needed. in a cave for a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, which is needed. Like those those lonely those lonely chapters. Um, but as you said, like as in, it's having a close group of friends over here and and building something together. Mm. Um, because that makes it a bit more meaningful. Like the lonely or the journey is less lonely. It's less hard with somebody else there slogging through it with you because yeah. there's only a certain amount I can speak to my brother our friends at home or yeah. my mom on zoom and and try and con like convey like what like what's going on and them not really understanding um or, or speating about work and them not understanding yeah, we're, bo we're boating the shit together here exactly so. <laughs> exactly we're both or we're we're in the same boat um it's not sinking yet though <laughs> it's got a few holes in it yeah <laughs> it doesn't no it doesn't but yeah like it's what like where do you where do you see that um do you see like a goal or a vision? Like it can be tough to kind of imagine like a five, 10 year plan when when five years ago you wouldn't have said you were in Dubai. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a five year plan, when you look at five years ago, five years ago for me, <laughs> just Snapchat memories come back up. Five years feels like a year and a half ago, mm. you know, and you see things popping up. Um, so obviously when you're looking forward, you think five years is so far in the future, but <laughs> it's really just around the corner. It's scary. Um, but I don't know, look, five years time. Um, oh, we lost a oh, bit of video. We lost the video. Really interrupted by the camera shutting off. It's flashing low. I mean, it's beginner's luck. Yeah, absolutely. We'd, Wouldn't be like, like us not to be prepared, huh? This set is absolutely put together. Yeah, yeah, pulled together, <laughs> pull, dragged in. Just forced together. Yeah. Just as yeah, well, like you're- Absolutely, you're, like, square peg into a right hole yeah. type of thing, this. Oh. We're currently poached up in our living room. I think we look very professional for where we are. Uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, what is it? Mutton's, mutton and sheep's, or what is it? Mutton and sheep's clothing is. 
Mutton and sheepskin. Mutton dresses lamb. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. But yeah, like little do they know like the books, the books that are being balanced. Yeah, absolutely. The camera. mess behind the camera. You will never yeah. see. Yeah, just forcing two magnets together that don't want yeah. to be pushed. I don't even know where 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 we were there. Not a clue. Um But yeah, like I'm I'm excited for for where this is gonna go, especially together, like Yeah, absolutely. As you said, like we've we've plans um to bring this places, I suppose, that have been sparked and taught about the last few weeks. Um so yeah, it's exciting. It's ex- oh you're that's what you're saying about where to be in five years. Yeah. Um yeah, it's exciting. I couldn't tell you to be honest. Um comfortable us after speaking about not, <laughs> not being comfortable. Com- I'd like comfortable, to be comfortable. Yes. yes. Um but yeah, absolutely no. Like we've we've big plans, I suppose, for for this and just for life in general. Um yeah, we'll see where we can go. Yeah, exactly. And we were speaking about it being recorded here. I, I haven't given everybody context who's listening. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, it's just the audio only. Yeah, correct. The full, the full version should be on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or a three-quarter length version, depending yeah, on this battery. Yeah, here and there. But just, as I said, just good enough. Get it out. Yeah. Like deal with the rest afterwards. But as you're saying, really excited for what's to come. Like we've got some massive plans, as I said. Mm. This has been rebranded to the playbook. So whilst real estate is definitely going to be heavily involved, and um, we do have massively exciting things coming. And we're going to be speaking about that in next week's episode. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked enough shite for one day. Yeah, 100%. But There's only yeah. so much people can listen to. Oh, they're only... <laughs> They're only at the start. Only the beginning. Don't know what they're getting themselves into. They get used to this this dynamic duo. Uh-oh. There's be a bit more of this. Uh-oh. My intrusive thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so Liam is my intrusive thoughts. If, yeah, if, if my intrusive thoughts could speak, it's you. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes they don't even have to speak, you know. It's just just a look. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can we can we filter some of this? Or we have Definitely to be able not. to throw in a, a bleep here or there. No, no, no. There's no filters. Like, PG. As in, every time I upload it, it's, you know, you can you can click for for uh, yeah curse words. Absolutely, you're you're listening at your own discretion. Exactly, and and I think that's what's needed in Dubai. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. As you said, kind of smoke and mirrors, kind of trying to. Is that the right phrase? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get behind the facade, like. Yeah, behind the facade. Yeah, kind of trying to show um, what the real story is over here i can know even when i was moving over like it's so hard to get a grip of what the city is actually like like no matter what city in europe you look up you'll have mm. any amount of information on it and um, but i suppose when you look up dubai on youtube or whatever you just get your influencers and people trying to sell stuff so i suppose the aim of this is kind of just cut through the shit and explain well, well one what the city is oh beep <laughs> <laughs> Right on cue, right on cue. <laughs> but yeah, sorry I interrupted you there. No, I think I was, I was finished talking rubbish. No, yeah, just kind of cut through it and kind of get to where we need to be <laughs> and show people what, what this place is really like with, yeah. with a lot of extras along the way. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be speaking a bit more about that um, next week and kind of revealing some of the, some some of the, the things. Ideas, some of the plans. Some of the plans, the build the build phase, as um, mm. Paddy and Mark would say. Kaizen but yeah look um, this is not a paid promotion <laughs> <laughs> how do you wrap these things up yeah so look basically 
Um, if you do want to catch the video format that should be on YouTube, uh, the audio format is going to stay here and make sure to follow us on social medias. Everything that will be important will be linked in the description below for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This big massive thanks to anybody who has listened to us chat for 35 minutes. Um, as I said again and again, we're, we're really excited for what is to come. Mm, Thank you very much, Liam, for being on this podcast <laughs> and being in my life. <laughs> Thanks very much for having me, Brian. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. But yeah, look, um, you'll be hearing a lot more of me, I suppose, in, in the weeks to come. Um, it's kind of going to be a, a joint effort. I'm kind of hopping in on, on Brian's glory here, trying to <laughs> trying to pivot in a, in a different direction. So... You don't know, three weeks time, it could be cut again. It could be gone back to the bi-realistic <laughs> playbook, but no, no, no yeah, yeah. So. You'll set up, yeah, Cavan, you'll set up a Cavan real estate playbook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I will have any viewers. Arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a story. We best take down this set now. Yeah, absolutely. Before the missus comes home, <laughs> kills both of us. Exactly. Right, so yeah, again, special thanks to anybody who has listened this far. This has been episode... 23 of the playbook and we'll see you in the next one thank you Gleg.